irreverent, entertaining, cool. You're listening to LA Talk Radio. You're listening to Accent On with Alona Europa, right here on LA Talk Radio. Hi, this is Ilona Europa, Accent On on LA Talk Radio, Accent On London edition. I'm in London. Our guest is in Hamburg, Germany. So welcome to Accent On, Michael Fritz. Funding member vivaconaqua.org. Like I said, you are from Hamburg. So, Michael, you are my guest, I think, for the third time or fourth time. So, it means that I really care what you do. And I really want to put accent on water, on an issue with water all around the world. So, I love your slogan water for everyone, everyone for water. Talk to us about that. Uh, thanks for having me again. And uh, our um, topic is really like one of still the most basic needs in, in life. Yeah, 560 million people who got no clean drinking water. And that's one of the reasons why we try to activate as many people in a joyful way to yeah, be part of um, our movement, to be engaged for clean drinking water worldwide, to come up with any creative, dynamic, free, freaky idea how to fundraise money or how to raise awareness about this topic because um, we all kind of, we humans tend to live in bubbles and then you live in your bubble, either it's in London or in Hamburg or Los Angeles or wherever and you don't see the, sometimes the problems of the other people or you are not so much aware because you got your own stuff to do. That's the reason why we try to come up with structural, easy solutions. Um, because most people know about the issues in, in life in general. You know that some people have nothing to eat, some people have nothing to drink, some people uh, have problems concerning traumata, war, whatever. All these problems, you know, you are aware. But I think it's not about the problem so much. It's more about the solutions which you can offer them on a structural level. So you need to have a social water, which we sell, or you have to need to have a social toilet paper um, as a social business. You need to have really easy um, solutions. And this is what we try to offer the people. Um, either it's about like freaky actions like our art festival or all the yeah the events we're doing and the campaignings um, or it's about straight up social business where the profits of selling water bottles like more than 40 million or selling toilet papers or selling art or selling uh, hotel rooms uh, we just started with our new um, social business um, in Cape Town Villa Viva it's called um, where we yeah have a norm, normal hotel, as normal as Vivo Conaco can be, and the people who sleep there, um, yeah, the profits go to clean water in, in the Eastern Cape in, in South uh, Africa as well, yeah. So it's we try to change inside. I really, really uh, think um, when you speak to us, sounds so easy. When you speak to us, sounds also very, very complicated. 
me uh, as a listeners, a person who would love to be maybe engaged uh, with your organization, you are like, uh, okay, everything is going on. I don't know how I can fit it in. It's so many uh, places that maybe I could help or but Oh my gosh, it's almost bigger than life. Even when the topic is so important, we are talking water, you know, so you can take us to the first step. How myself and people who listen to our show, people all around the world can reach you. They can just figure out what is the easiest way for them to be involved and start from there and keep them, you know, with you. Because I think people like to join lots of movements because they feel guilty. They feel like they can help in some ways. And we also know Anyways, good way. The smallest way is a good way. When you talk about your big events, when you talk about organization, things that are already running, we think, oh, he has all under control. No, nothing under control. Yes, I know, I know, because I will talk from the beginning how this organization become what is uh, today. But, you know, uh, you have everything in a way under control because you know how to move everything forward. But let's start from the beginning. If somebody listens to us and say, I understand, oh my gosh, it's water. We will have the hottest probably summers in the next 10 years. Everybody's hearing about this. So we maybe uh, will have a water in Europe, in America or something, but there's so many countries, so many poor countries, so many not so poor countries, still they will be battling this issue. So let's talk how we can contact you, what is the best way to deal and uh, with uh, be, becoming maybe member or helper or charitable partner in this organization, what is the bestest way? I mean, it's funny because um, I think the bigger Viva Conagua gets, the more complicated sometimes you tell your story because it's so diverse in concerning business structures. We have like eight in eight countries and uh, many different social business cases and many different actions, campaigns. You can, uh, yeah, you can yeah. participate on different levels on, yeah. on like upper meta level. You can just donate money. You can just buy water and stuff. So um, it's really funny because this is actually what I'm working on. Rethink uh, our whole structure, rethink our whole communication, how we can make it more easy, accessible, because we started 15 years ago. And just one thing before I forget it uh, like Europe is going into a water crisis. Germany is going into a water crisis. Last year, it was the first time ever in Germany where uh, um, a village had no water from its own, but another uh, village had to send a tank full of water. So it was the first time in, in Germany where it comes and it will come more often. If you go to Spain, you already have the issues. So it's not far away from London. And I think England will have the same problems concerning water because um, there's a big topic con uh, concerning water privat privatization uh, in, in uh, England. So there will be huge issues in, in England in the next 50 years concerning water. Um, back to the story where everything started. We started Vivo Conagua when 15, 16 years ago. 
when we were still 22. Um, we were studying English and history, um, and Benjamin, my friend, was a professional soccer player. And we just started by doing actions we like ourselves. So we went on all the big music festivals where you have these cups, hard plastic cups, which you have a deposit, uh, which is worth like one euro. And we said to the big headliners like Foo Fighters or Element of Crime or um, whatever, Beastie Boys, Massive Attack, you all know the bets, throw all your cups on stage. And they just throw the cups on stage, the audience. And we had like 4,000 people uh, throwing cups on stage, which made like 4,000 euros because each cup is one euro. So this was the first action actually we really started in, in, in Germany in 2007. And it made us, before Corona, I think we worked together with 300 to 400 music festivals with all the young people. Because normally, when you see in this whole development work and um, giving charity uh, industry, it's an industry, it's about making money, basically, also. And it's also about supporting people, but it's also about making money. And if you see where the money comes from, Ilona, it's uh, 60% is coming, uh, 80% is coming from people above 60 years old. Mm. So we too, our daughter, we are not involved. We are not asked. We are not asked to participate, to, to um, engage with our skill set, with our ideas, with our network, etc. So when we started, we, we did things we enjoyed ourselves, so we attracted young people. So it became a really young organization, and it still is. It's like the most people are between something between 10 to 35, and the next big uh, project I'm working on is a kids' music um, yeah, act, uh, which is like only there to, to raise awareness uh, the youngest of our generation who will be the changing leaders of tomorrow. So um, so we, we try to change this whole system in a way a little bit. The second big, big thing we did, we, we created something like called social business. And some people may not know really what it is because it's not so common, um, especially not in the US and, and, and in the UK. I think it's getting bigger and bigger. Um, it's you sell product. The same way you sell other products, but the profits do not go to one or two or 20 individual people. It goes back to society. So the profits go to, in our case, to clean drinking water and sanitation and hygiene projects worldwide. And in other cases, it goes to any other social issue. So you give back um, to society. And this is what we started and. Uh, we started our own water brand. So we're selling like 40 million bottles of water to to raise, again, awareness for it because it's 40 million people who see our bottles, who read um, what it's written on it and and then to drink it. And then to, and you have to imagine like everybody, like the Dalai Lama, George Clooney, they all drank our water because it was there at a film festival or at any other conference or wherever, they normally wouldn't have get into contact with Viva Conagua because we are still a small charity organization, a small NGO. But since we started other businesses, we go into other markets, which is also interesting because 
if you see the the whole cake, I, I think in Germany you call it cake. Um, it's a um, the money people in Germany donate every year, and it's worldwide the same. Like every year, it stays the same. And if there's a big catastrophe like uh, a tsunami or anything, it gets a little bit bigger. But normally, it stays the same. So all the NGOs are kind of fighting about to get a bigger part of this cake. So what we tried to do is we created other cakes, cookies, like the water business, or like a bread, or another cake, or a cake without sugar, or anything like that, to, to have other uh, markets as well, where we can go into and have a benefit for both the market, for the people who are buying it, for, uh, and for the, the water projects, what's our yeah, main core. And so... In short, this is what we're trying to do is like either offering the people to just donate money, which is the easiest thing for an NGO always. Just give us money and you get a receipt and this is easy. Mm. Or you you become part of it. Write us an email, contact at vivoconagua.org or shoot me a direct message on any social media and say, hey, I'm this and that. I can do that. I'm a film. I'm a photographer. I'm a... A singer, I'm an um, artist, I'm a, a dentist, and I want to uh, uh, donate for any teeth I repair in the next 10 years, whatever. There is no limit um, to, to possible um, corporations and activities, for, for in my mind at least. You are clearing uh, my mind and hopefully people who listen uh, to our show very, very uh, fast. So I think to contact you, we need to go to your website, first and foremost, yes? So could you give us <coughs> website address? Uh, vivaconagua.org, ma'am. That's easy. So again, uh, we are going to vivaconagua.org. And obviously our video will be having nice uh, information and website uh, too. And uh, everybody who will listen uh, to us on LA Talk Radio, whole world, hopefully is tuning in to this uh, show. So uh, we will be repeating again, vivaconaqua.org. Yes. So I love this idea that you, you invite individuals to just join, I will call this movement, I will call this membership, I will call this family, I will call this, you know, something that you want to be part of for a long, long time. And I love, you mentioned bread, you mentioned music, you mentioned filmmakers, you mentioned doctors, you mentioned children, you mentioned anybody who is young and wants to, just understand that, okay, I have my water ready to drink, but so many millions of people right now, they cannot do that. So I think this is something very beautiful. It's purifying, it's clean, it's sweet, and everything starts from the water. So you know what? I'm just the biggest fan of your organization. So thank you again for talking to us about it. So I'm assuming that the movement started much earlier, then what later become all for profit organization. So because everybody says, oh, it's non-profit, non-profit, but no, this organization is uh, for all profit right now. And I understand it started around 2006, 
you are then student, you are young, you know, and you mentioned the gentleman who was with you, who was a, a sports person. Is he still with you? And yes. Yeah. Still so my best friend and uh, like the conceptual uh, financial mastermind of Viva Conagua and strategy. Yeah. But uh, again, I cannot even imagine how many uh, financial issues and people need to be involved to really uh, watch where money goes, where money comes and where is devoted. And so uh, this is not easy uh, process. So I know that on your website, everybody who uh, questioned that, you have this beautiful part that costs transparency. <clears throat> so everybody who wants to see and hear and see the vision and see the, where money goes, please go there and don't say, oh, oh, I'm sure I don't know where my money when I put will go. You know, you can read everything. Your website is very, very clean, very easy to understand and informative and also gives us this, this beautiful feeling like things are happening there. Things are happening. So I would like to ask you about the WASH project. We know that COVID, COVID just locked whole world practically and is still, you know, uh, uh, going and damaging people's lives. And we know what's going on in India and water in India also the big part of it. We know first and foremost, we needed to wash our hands, wash our hands, wash our hands. So I cannot even imagine how many millions of gallons every day, every minute people are using, which they didn't do before. In addition, what we need to just do to feel clean. And so how did you survive this period of COVID, which is still going? And what, what it is, and it was the WASH project. I mean, concerning the WASH project, it's insane if you think about the um, the brutality with um, it comes in because, like all the um, people worldwide, they need to wash their hands before COVID, it, while COVID, and after COVID, and it it's just like insane that we need something like a pandemic to refocus on that that it's that important and that we have to integrate it on a different level also in our lives and in our thinking. And um, in our project, it was quite hard because you have to imagine if you have a lockdown in a country like um, Uganda, for instance, where you have most of the people day-to-day jobs. So if they don't leave the house, they don't get any money at all. So they literally have nothing to eat because they have no money. Um, so these are our friends um, who we started Vivo Conagua Uganda with, which is an own African chapter. And if they cannot go out of the house, they cannot go to the water projects, to the sanitation project, to the hygiene project. There was no drilling for a long time. There have been no water and sanitation project in the first three months where there was a brutal lockdown. And then we adopted to it. And um, interestingly, we've been one of the first NGOs who could uh, start working again because we have uh, Ugandans there. It's not me having to fly to Uganda and do something. Um, like this is old school, white saviorism, charity thinking. I, nobody needs me in Uganda. I don't have the solutions. I don't speak the language. I don't know the culture. I don't have a real network. Um, I'm not Ugandan, so I don't have the solutions for Uganda. 
So we were really lucky to have our Ugandan um, people there and they immediately started and they started to like, um, um, how do you say, like build big circles in front of the wells so that people can really stand in, in line but had enough space um, around them. So um, it, it still is a, it, it's still a big struggle. And also on the, on the other side, because um, like I told you, most of our uh, activities are real activities where you engage with people, where you hug people, where you are uh, mm -hmm. running around in the slum <laughs> yes. on the big music festival. And like when, when COVID came in, we, we, We had uh, looked on the numbers and we know uh, immediately know, okay, we will miss something like 1 million euro donations. And it's not about Divo Conagua and about our financial situation. I mean, uh, it's about like the promises we made concerning partners to fundraise their, uh, their projects. Like if imagine if you go to Uganda and tell somebody, Hey, we, we will um, do that project on three years level. We will uh, fundraise like 100 to 200,000 euros that 10 to 20,000 people get clean drinking water. And then COVID comes. And then you, I mean, people still rely on what you said. So the most important thing for us was that everything what we uh, promised the people in the countries together with our uh, people in, in, in Uganda, Mozambique, South Africa, um, we could um, accomplish. And this was the most important thing. So we had to rethink everything, uh, had to come up with digital formats. We organized like three big digital festivals. Um, it was like really the first one, I think was 48 hours of streaming like musicians, artists, crazy people, yoga people, everything, each one half an hour, and then gives on the stream to the other one. And it was really funny because the one photographers were drinking gin tonic at seven in the morning, and then there was the yoga retreat at 7.30. <laughs> so it was real nice disruptive um, overlays um, at the stream for water. But it was very important for us to be active, to come up with something new and, and to activate people in this time of, of COVID. It's a, like everybody said, it's also a chance, but still it's, uh, it's struggling. And, and um, you have to imagine all, like, all the people who are working for us also have kids, a lot of them. And you know the struggle if you are at home and then you have to deal with your youngest or oldest, whoever. Um, and then uh, you have to kind of try to do to your job, which is no normal job, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, if you do Viva Conagua, it's not about hours or what kind of salary you you get. It's about like the the vision you have in your heart and and which keeps you going. I I mean, today's Saturday. I don't care if it's Saturday or not. The normal uh, employee would say Saturday. I'm off. Come on, I have two phones one is a private and one is the other office i got one phone because it's one vision one 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 job we have and um, and the and the thing which is really for me interesting like the more i i i grow up i i i realize how how privileged i am like um i i'm like 
white male guy, like 38. I got a good salary every every day, uh, every month. And um, I have to give back. It's as easy as that. I get so many accesses in, in life. I can live wherever I want to. I can travel the world with my passport. I got a German passport. And um, and we are we privileged people. I think we should give back a little bit to the people oh, who aren't that privileged. It's so we really, that. really need to put accent on this part of the show. Uh, you know, I'm having my accent on show for all more than all nine years is going up to 10 years. I'm financing my own accent on show. Sometimes people donate. I never almost ask for any donation or something just because I thought and I still think that if I want to talk to you, I don't need to ask anybody for permission. If I want to talk to another person that I think is important, I don't need to talk uh, and ask somebody else for permission. Of course, uh, the help always is welcome, but I never ask yet for that. But we, and I have my own idea of how I can help the world to spread the good news, important news, important people's life stories, uplifting, sometimes dramatic, sometimes very, very important, sometimes just music and, and great art and great book writers and doctors' achievements. So to me, it's something that I... Uh, I was very, very excited, especially that I have an accent, you have an accent, 90% of my guests are coming from all around the world, all they uh, rebuild our, uh, their lives in America in a better way, and they want to give back because they feel like they're privileged, or they are just doing amazing job in what they do, and they probably need to wake up because if they do so well, if they are doing good job, they need to know that they will feel much, much better if they dedicate tiny little 10% of, of their life and time and money to really give back. I think nobody knows how it feels good until they start doing something like that. So I think, that, again, water is something, like I mentioned, so pure, so clean, so necessary. There is no even question about about why I need to help you, your organization, and a similar organization to just raise awareness, like you say, especially when it comes to youth movement, to youth people, to, to start from five, six, seven years old child who already understand, and they have great ideas. Sometimes the most cool ideas are coming from the youngest people. So again, whoever listens to us, please, it's not about crazy earthquake that I need to do something that will shake everybody. It's not. It's the no. drop, drop, drop of the water, which later gives us the lakes, the river, the oceans, the everything what we need to just live on this beautiful earth. And like we know that people say, ah, the, you know, climate, climate is like that, like that, never really changes. It's not true. We know that we are sweating like crazy. <laughs> In England, we'll be having hundreds, hundreds, the hottest days ever that England ever had. So something is going on. If you want to understand or not understand, something is going on. You're sweating and it's not air conditioning in England because they never had summers like that. Things are changing. We need the water. We need people like you and you are doing so, so good job. So if you have maybe... We are talking about individuals, but that, now let's get pitch towards organizations, towards bigger companies, towards somebody that maybe give you 200,000 pounds. 
donation. <laughs> you know, and I know you have some success, uh, really good success uh, receiving some good money. So what organization you would like to, uh, or companies would like to grab and shake them and say, I know you can do it. I know you are on a path to something different, but the water is what you forgot about. I mean, before I answer that question, when you were talking, I was reflecting a little bit. And it's for me, it's also interesting that the water is one one topic. But honestly, I'm now in Hamburg and the water is quite far away. That's the reason why I normally travel like two, three times a year to African countries, to project countries, um, to see the real impact of our work. The The funny side besides the water issue, it's also the, it helps you. It makes you a better life, actually, to, to help other people. It's statistically and scientifically proven that the most um, uh, the, or the best chances to be happy is to support other peoples in life, to do something with, for your daughter, to for your best friend, for whoever, or for somebody who you even don't know. It gives you a good feeling. Um, so I think this is something which we shouldn't forget. And the other thing is that everything we do is quite creative. That's the reason why it's getting also a little bit uh, crazy in my head all the time because we're having so different um, organizations. Approaches and organizations. It's always working together with art, music, culture, sports, whatever. So it's always in a flow. And, and this is also a benefit. And to answer your question, I mean, Frankly speaking, each company, if you see the, if you go into the um, environment uh, uh, topic, yeah, like, yes, it's about you and me, Ilona, and we shouldn't fly just for fun from A to B. But if you really see it on statistical level, it's probably the 100 biggest companies in the world who do the whole damage. So they should also pay for the damage. And who, they also do the most profits. And if they do the most profits, they should support the most people with these profits. I think... I have 170 companies. I know we cannot... And you probably don't want to call out because they're equally guilty of anything what they do. And, uh, you know, and the giving back from their part will be the biggest help. But... Uh, you say that 170 the biggest companies really they still don't focus on this issue yes i mean it's it's a complex topic but i think we we will not go or, or overcome it with guilt and 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 um, and uh, like good and bad i think yeah. this is it's not working the world is too complex we have to offer them structures where they can make money but also use some of the money for social projects. Give back. Okay. Okay. You know, so I don't know how we can shake them right now because hopefully somebody that has really big power or even wife of somebody who has big power or child who, or a teenager who is listening to our show, watches on Instagram or on Facebook and say, okay, mommy, daddy, you know, time to do something. I would like to get involved. So, we are going back to the same question. I mean, Ilona, Ilona, one question. When, when we grew up, for me, uh, like I'm, I'm now 38. When I grew up, there was a big status symbol. The, the, the German car was a big status symbol. In, in, inside the young 
generation. When I see now the young generation, <laughs> the biggest status symbol is either their mobile phone or their bicycle, but no more cars. So it's changing a lot. And if you see the, the money which is involved into a car and which is involved into a bike, it's a lot of money. And this gap can be used for something sensible. What I wanted to tell, I, I really believe in the young generation because they are so interconnected. They are grown up intercultural. They grown up queer, whatever. So they grow up with another self-esteem, with another, hey, we can change the world. We have seen it with Greta. We have seen it with other people, movements, that we can stand up against injustice and that we can change the world what? and that we can change the structures. And I really... I don't believe in you and I don't believe in me no more. We are old. Get, don't Absolutely. get me wrong. We're in this game yeah. together. Look at what COVID did to all of us. Not only the bad side, but the amazing part of COVID is when people understood that we cannot live without each other. You know, the help was naturally, we knew that somebody downstairs needs something, that some family or something, we naturally wanted to help. And even when we were scared of lots of stuff, but still a life went the right way. And yeah, it's two years later, but it could be much, much worse. But because of people, and especially young people who were separated from each other, even when they have phones and everything, we still know, no, we want gatherings, we want hugs, we want to feel like we are part of this world and now we know that we are part of this world because COVID has no borders. So the same with good stuff. Good stuff has have no borders. So we have Zooms, we have phones, we have everything. Like you say, maybe it seems complicated, but it's not. Because if you want to reach somebody, you pick up the phone. If somebody wants to reach you, go to the, uh, you know, uh, aqua, uh, con aqua.org and check contact and just say, hey, I have this idea. You will tell them where to fit it in. So tell me, you probably have a lot of, lot of mm, crews all around the world and what countries they are already acting out strongly? Um, like Germany, Switzerland, Austria, uh, Netherlands, Spain, um, Uganda, Mozambique, Ethiopia popping up, um, Mozambique, uh, South Africa, and California, or Los Angeles before COVID. And now, of course, like LA is a little bit freezing because, um, which is also interesting concerning like when you can get engaged, you need to have a level of uh, self financial safety or something like that. For example, if you want to have something in Los Angeles and ask people to voluntarily get active, it's often very difficult for some of them because they are not safe financially because it's such an expensive city like Los Angeles. Yeah. So um, it's a difference in, in Germany, for instance, or it's a difference again uh, concerning Uganda. That's the reason why in Uganda we're starting with a social business with Sprouts filter. It's filter system for the homes, for the people. So they don't have to buy bottles of water, which are only existing in plastic uh, in Uganda Absolutely. and then are burned. This is the brutal reality. So what we uh, created is a system together with our partner Sprouts, which uh, is um, just using as a filter where you can filter the water and you can drink at home. So it will reduce a lot of CO2 also um, and it will give the people clean drinking water at home. And I think like these structural solutions we need.
on all you know, levels. You are so well, right, but you know, it's silly. I came to England and horrible water. So for like one year, we were going running around buying the five liters, big heavy bottles of plastic. I'm like freaking enough, you know. And we went, of course, bought purifying you know, our uh, filter. So we have the little jar. And it's for two people or three people. It's just good enough. So it's not only uh, for people who do not have water. We need to think the same way. The plastic and bottled waters. Come on, people. It's cheaper to buy filter. It's easier to do it in home. You always have good, clean water because you filter it yourself. So just go spend you know, a few bucks not on what you uh, really throw away and, and ruin our planet. It's hard, but it's very easy. It's just change of mind talking about this, you know. So I know it took me many, many years to have a filter uh, water in home, but it's really so easy. Every, you know, two weeks I'm changing filter and it's fine. Everything is so easy right now. Just we need to think about this or somebody needs to talk about that like you. So today we are talking to the founding member of VivaConAqua.org and Michael Fritz is with us probably third or four times and we are talking about importance of water and uh, the way how he's raising money to just give this uh, gift of that everybody just takes for granted water and to, to people that they need all around the world. So we are trying to make people understand that going to website is the best way to just learn very fast, very clearly how to get involved, how to contact you, contact the organization, and maybe start this in the town. You don't need to talk country. We can invite town after town, school after schools, individuals and project uh, creative projects people you invite everybody the smallest amount of money is fine but creativity and the charitable events if somebody wants to put some fundraiser is welcome to so you have so many wonderful ways of uh, getting us involved so people please don't worry you feel so much better every time when you pick up the water no bottle water but water in our cup and think about this, wow, maybe this cup that I drink, somebody said equal cup because I donated. I thought this is true. And I feel good about it. Like that. So acting on, I'm just, you made my heart boiling because you, you didn't mention uh, London. You didn't mention UK. You didn't mention uh, really filmmakers, uh, a lot of them who could do something and spread the word and do tags everywhere, videos that can put ads to YouTube that could put ad everywhere. You didn't mention my country, Poland. Um, of course, my country, America, is start to be involved because of California. And we are on LA Talk Radio in Los Angeles. That's our home for uh, Accent on the show. So... I, I just think we are the world. We are the one, but we are the world. And we have you, beautiful human being, who from 2006 put something together with friends and is going strongly and more and more good things you're doing. Talk to me about some success story. You had recent things I saw. That's why I right away said, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, I'm so excited. It's COVID, but boy, they're doing well. So what's happened in uh, the last two, three months? 
I mean, what for me was one of the biggest success stories was definitely that the drilling in uh, northern Ethiopia, uh, they restarted it after COVID. Um, so the drilling machine is running again in, in the Amaha region, which is in the northern part of Ethiopia. Um, then the other really success story, we just started a new um, social business baby and we started a advertisement agency platform. So like a big other advertisement um, agency, but the only basic difference is that all the, yeah, the money we make is not going probably in the Porsche of the CEO, but in the, yeah, in the well in Ethiopia or in Uganda. So it's a social business again. And it's very interesting because it was a process of, let's say two to three years. Um, I met a, a beautiful human being, uh, Sida Kreutzer, on a, on a job I did for Vivo Conagua. And we immediately fall in love and, and, and uh, um, yeah, incorporated um, together on some projects. And I realized that she doesn't want to work no more for just making money industry. And um, yeah, then we spoke about like half a year and then she jumped into cold water and said, okay, Michael, I quit my job and we have five months time and then I need money uh, from our new agency and we started now. So we started it. Um, we um, yeah had to learn a lot about a new business, the advertisement industry, and now we have a social... Uh, advertisement industry and just yeah did the first job for Netflix and and now um, yeah realizing campaigns communication for for other uh, companies as well um, to to raise money and raise uh, also awareness uh, inside the monies and it's interesting because of course if you have the marketing budget of a big company you can use it either for yeah just communication or for communication and clean drinking water. So this is what I also say when I speak about social changes and structural changes is that you need these structures that you have to offer the people. Hey, you can either use the money here or you use it here. So any product in my, in my head can be socialized in a way. Why there is no social car. I mean, Tesla, good example, perfect ecological alternative i can choose whether i take the old car or the new ecological car where's the social car come up with a social car please the same with like the phone we working there is an ecological version of of the of the mobile phone where's the social version so we need to integrate it in everything because um in my in my uh, opinion, you don't get business out of the head of the people so easily. <laughs> it would take a lot of time. So either you can fight against the business or you socialize the business and, and make it more human and, and bring it back to, to the people. Because in my opinion, a company should first, first job of the company should be good for the people working at the company. And second, for most of the other peoples in the world. So, and we have to skip this short-term thinking. Hey, we can make here uh, some money in the next three months, but it's not about money in three months. It's mm -hmm. about like 
you have to think long term also as companies and i know of course that as a ceo of a global player it's quite it's a complex situation and probably this guy cannot just think long term but that's the reason why i think that the system sometimes is is not working for the humans again it's working for the markets and for the for the for the money yeah. and this we should change because it should work for us humans i think you need to have sorry i'm thinking <clears throat> representation that will book you as a speaker into the biggest universities from Cambridge, Oxford, from USC, from UCLA, from big, 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 beautiful, right now especially, they have so many wonderful Zoom uh, speakers, uh, time that they can reach out students, because uh, all of the students eventually, they'll be working for bigger companies, they already are in position of hiring, themselves, trying to get hired, or they will be just working in their own private businesses, and they are more and more inclined to words that you are saying, we need more of Michael Fritz, we need you, and you are the one who communicates the best way. I know it's only you, but you are the head of it. You are the part of it. You are the the soul and brain, and um, you breathe the water. So maybe you need to, I know, one more thing. Somebody can represent you and just book your speaking engagements into very good uh, universities all around the world. And because it's Zoom, you don't, need to, <clears throat> you don't need to be present until they want you. So it's fine too and create big events. That's what I think. Yeah. I mean, Ilona, if there's somebody listening to the show and would like to do it, I donate all the money I earn with it. Fun fact: uh, I did this um, to uh, to yeah to fundraise the start of Vivo Conagua in California, and besides my salary of Vivo Conagua, I earn like four thousand euros uh, a monthly salary at Vivo Conagua, and I earned like forty nine thousand euros with giving speeches, doing some kind of advertisement, and then I donated all the money to Vivo Conagua California to start it, you know, for the paying the lawyers, uh, paying the first uh, office and all these kind of st stuff. I forgot about the taxes. And in Germany, it's above like 35% or something you have to pay. So I have now a tax thousand <laughs> euros, idiot. So um, wow. the next time somebody books me as a speaker, I donate as well, but I take... First, I cut the tech system away. This I learned at least. Wow, wow. This is, you are so right. Oh gosh, so many things to think about it. And you are learning how you go. You know, this was some baby that you are raising right now. You have whole family to think about this. And hopefully some part of family will start thinking about you too. So it's very, very... Oh, I don't know, Michael. We need to book very soon another show because I know COVID... Uh, is slowly disappearing, hopefully, and you will have unusual ideas and projects in the making. And I also hope people will listen to our show. We walk them up and we will be on Monday on LA Talk Radio 6 to 7 p.m. Pacific time on the channel one, accent on. Everybody wants to listen over and over. You can scroll down. We have the download version. We have a uh, listen uh, again and again you push the link and you can do that too if you want to listen to you more and more on facebook will be uh, instagram will be so uh, i i hope i hope we got people in this mood of i want to change i want to help 
and feel guilty, sorry, every time when you drink the water, feel a tiny little guilt that you are not using filters and feel guilty. Feel responsible. Yeah. Not guilty. Yeah, like, yeah. I like to put guilt on people. When they're guilty, they act, you know, because, you know, it's like, you call responsibility, I I think guilt. Tiny guilt, you know, we know we are guilty for everything. So add one more guilt and do something about it. So, Michael, I think we have like uh, five more minutes or we are already done with today's show. So I love you for today. I cannot wait maybe two, three months. You just come back to me. And uh, again, when you need music, when you need something uh, from me, from Accent On, we are here. Accent On LA Talk Radio, Accent On London Edition is here to serve. And my head is spinning. Let's see if uh, some new ideas are popping up in our heads and especially people, please, whoever listen to us and has an idea and knows how to help, not because ideas need to be put in action and it's not easy. So if they know how to put in action too, please go to the website, contact Michael Fritz, founding member vivaconaqua.org and let change the world drop by drop of water. Thank you for today. Thanks so much. And if I may add one thing, Ilona, it's not about Vivo Conagra. So if you have an idea, start your own business, your own social business, start your own NGO. You need more of these. And if you need any advice and, and you just ask me about the success story, there are also the other stories which are probably better to know if you want to start something when you fail and and there are so many fails we failed so much uh, you cannot imagine and but i think really like you learn the most if you do something for yourself uh, integrate your friends and do something which has a social impact on this on this planet and uh, and make it a better play- world because it's our world and we only have this one and so treat it the best we can yeah like our mamas Till next time, we'll be talking to Michael Fritz for sure again, founding member of vivaconaqua.org. Thank you for today. Bye-bye. Thank you, Ilona. Bye-bye.
You're listening to Accent On with Alona Europa, right here on LA Talk Radio.